1: Hello and welcome treasured pandemic adult listener to the Anfield Index podcast immediately post Bojo's lockdown announcement. So we thought you might need a little bit of lighter entertainment in your life. And this particular show is brought to you in partnership with LibertyShield.com, the perfect VPN companion for all your football viewing. Where You can get 25% off everything using the coupon code AIVPN. It's episode 263 of the Anfield Index podcast. I'm Trev Denny. I'm still not quite as uh, locked down as you guys are, but more or less confined to my field here in beautiful rural Ireland. And I'm joined, as always, by Carl Kopak, who's currently desperately trying to win a chess game uh, that's in its death throes. Cam Branch, who was showing us the skills that he has with his head at said game just a minute ago. We spent half an hour, listeners, just talking through the last part of this game here where Carl is playing live and Cam was learning live. It was a beautiful thing to watch. And in the background, Guy Drinkle is being as patient as always. Um, I'm going to go straight to the lads because, as I say, it's a very different show today. And I want to get just a little bit of reaction because it would be silly not to about what is um, the latest state of play. COVID-wise, in terms of how it's affecting yourselves, I'm not really interested in the bigger political pictures. Let's not talk about any of this heavy stuff at all. Nobody needs that from a football podcast, and certainly not from a lighthearted one like ourselves. Without football to talk about seriously, we have nothing to talk about seriously. So let's just leave it uh, as lighthearted as possible, um, and we'll leave Carl another couple of seconds to see if he can possibly get uh, this victory over the line before we start proper. I'm usually going to him first, but I'm going to go to Cam Branch first. Cam, fair play to you, man. Very impressed with how you de- deduced the differences between all the various there uh the hats that they were all wearing and uh managed to managed to come up with a, a killer combo there for carl which basically handed him the match that he was struggling to win
0: sure, <laughs> <laughs> fucking timing.
1: timing uh it's unbelievable you'll be we'll be back to you you got back uh Cam, how are you getting on, man? What's uh, life like? Um, do you think it's going to be much different now that this uh, long overdue, I suppose, announcement has been made?
2: Um, and that's going to be pretty much the same, really. We've uh, been on lockdown, even though the kids didn't break up till Friday night. As such, um, we've sort of started the lockdown procedure last week in a way. I've obviously not been working for a. a since pretty much the beginning of the month, uh, Mrs Beast works at a supermarket, a local market uh, down the road. So she's now cussing because she's got to go to work on Thursday uh, when she goes back to work because supermarkets are still open. Um, kids are at home and I'm trying to get them to do home study. So little man has been on my MacBook all day, and I'm like, I can't be having that. I need my MacBook. Uh, it's like it's like my drug, you know. I need that. So. I've had to, I actually went to PC World today to get a a new, a new laptop for him. Just in time. Just in time. No, no, no. I couldn't, I couldn't get in. Oh, okay. Okay. There there was queues outside and they were only letting people in one at a time when somebody was coming out.
1: Oh, so there was only, do you you mean the place was quite packed inside or they were letting people in?
2: They they were very selective about the numbers they had in there, and uh, oh, okay, okay. And then a, and then a last came out and said, uh, "Which department are you wait for?" And I should have said mobile phones, but like an idiot, I said um, laptops. And she goes, "Oh, they're really busy." So I just came home and I found an old laptop that needed a new screen. So I managed to drop that off before the lockdown at uh, a local repairer who just lives around the corner and he works from home. So going to get a screen put on for him. So I don't want to using my MacBook, obviously, it's, it's precious.
0: Cam. Yes, is is it is it locked down because there's so many computer viruses? Oh, Jesus Christ! I know. Just, just, and
2: you know what? That's worse than all of my dad jokes put <laughs>
1: together. That immediately, it, you know what? It just it elbows all of your fucking shit dad jokes to one side, roughly, yeah. brusquely, even, and claims the crown. I'll yeah. tell you what, Carl. That's that's quite that's quite remarkable. <laughs> I'm putting that I'm putting it down to you being on a, on a giddy high after your chess victory because. I wow.
0: just said pod, pod cancelled in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Graeme Sunez running onto the the, the pitch in Turkey and putting the, the flag in the centre circle <laughs> have that come on yes yeah. uh,
1: I, I, you're less Graeme Sunez saying have that and more uh, Peter Kay. Thumping the ball, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It. Yeah, go. have it, um, Cam. I've got a couple of things I want to put to you before I go sure. back back to Carl. I'm I'm really interested because I think this is going to um this is going to resonate with a lot of people first of all the the wee man homeschooling i've seen lots and lots about that and as a guy who's kind of on involved in that whole process myself i'm starting my video link classes tomorrow theoretically i could have been doing it already but the school system we use a system that i find a bit unwieldy but i've been doing little podcasts and posting those from my students and apparently that's the very definition of cutting edge at the moment, because people are sort of very much slowly getting into the whole, the whole idea. Um, so if, if at least the guys have been a little bit ahead and it could reassure them because it's tough for, for exam classes before the wee man there, who's like not necessarily at the sharp end of anything no. in terms of uh, exams or stuff like that. Keeping him occupied. Yeah, that's a tough ask. I mean, what what way is it working? Are they? Is he doing live classes, or is there just stuff being no. posted to the website? And he goes, and it's optional whether he does it or not, or he should do it, or does he have to submit it, or how's it working?
2: Um, what they've done is um, they've set up a, a SharePoint, to an Office three six five. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, and um, he's he's got projects as such or exercises to do within that, and then he has to. Put the, his work um, uh, back into a folder on there. Yeah. Uh, there's also websites he's got to go on and just do a little bit of stuff. But he, he he he's he's not quite done it correctly today. So I've got to put that right for him tomorrow. Obviously, there's a madam as well. He's 13. She was a uh, she did a load of work today. She's got to do three hours a day. Um she's got a timetable. And um, uh, because everybody was trying to get onto the maths website today. There were so many trying to get on at the same time, the system couldn't cope. So that she couldn't actually log in and do the work that she needed to do. So there is obviously going to be some teething issues with it. Oh, um, man. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, for sure. But,
2: Te- but technically. We'll get down.
1: Yeah, Probably. yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm fully prepared for this thing tomorrow being a total shit show. And I may have to go to some more traditional things like, uh, you know, Google hangouts or something like that. But I can, I mean, to be honest, once I can record this stuff and put it up in the forum podcast, I don't think it's too bad. I mean, I guys can get it. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention to you is bet when your missus signed on for her job, she didn't realize that she would be the new front line. I mean, that's exactly what I, I my heart is going out and my admiration growing for these um, folks working in supermarkets because they're seeing the worst of humanity on a a daily basis. You know? Um, And and, and, and I can see, anytime I look at them, you can see the strained, kind of wary looks in their eyes as you're coming even near them to say, like, "Eh, sorry, where's the uh, X, Y, or Z? They're just just braced for the next idiot to be awful.
2: Yeah, she she said it's It's just, it's Somebody uh, opened the keys to the – opened the doors for the asylum and let all the loonies out. Yeah. Uh, And that's what's happened. Um, you know, it's funny how um, uh, our key workers have suddenly changed from what um, our glorious government and the uh, Home Secretary, Priti Patel, was announcing with the new points-based system now because all of these key workers that we have now, not qualify under Priti Patel and this government's uh, yep. new immigration criteria. Interesting that, isn't it?
1: Massively interesting, of course, and it's one of the real ironies. I mean, what what kills me, um, Carl, it's a good point, Cal makes, and feel free to refer to that view if, if you want. I want to get to a personal take from how this is going to impact you, if at all. But it's really interesting, that idea of um, who we value. Uh, and who we should be—it's um, you know—it's it's, it is it is quite heartening, isn't it, to see you know the, the scenes of certain um, communities in, in Italy, you know, applauding when they see the the the, the emergency services, be it the police or whoever. Um, but there's a really interesting twist in this. I just I thought, thought I'd put it to you, seeing as cameras. I've seen so many people become sort of instantaneously bootlicking towards these absolute ghouls because they're finally doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? It's very, very grating to see the like of Rishi Sunak being lauded as some sort of hero, to hear um, Johnson being referred to as statesman like this evening. It's it's a bit, bit galling, I have to say.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, if you want to say it's a statesman, look at his voting record before you start judging people on that. That would be the first thing I'd say. Um, and. I've seen Johnson's speech, and he is—he is to be honest—he is quite because like, He's saying, "No, you can't do that," um, which is a bold thing for a prime minister to do. No, we're, we're going to curb your civil liberties for, for good reason, obviously. Uh, but the reason he's doing that is because people are being fucking idiots. He's basically mm-hmm. saying, because um, he said the other, he said the other day, Number Ten said, "No lockdown, absolutely zero chance for lockdown," and. And I thought, well, that's good, because I don't really want a lockdown, but I completely see why. And then, you know, you see people just being morons. And he's basically, he might as well have said last week, um, uh, no lockdown, unless you're dickheads and schoolchildren, you know, unless, you, unless you're acting like an eight-year-old, and then we're going to take your ball away, and you're staying in for the night. That's pretty much what's happened here. Is he statesman like, well, this should have happened three weeks ago? So no. And yeah, you right. it's, it's it's difficult because I don't want, because I don't like agendas and obviously I've got an agenda because he's Boris Johnson and I load every single thing to do with him. But, um, so, you know, I'm always going to criticize them. But I do quite like the fact that they've actually said, do you know what? No, no, you're not doing it now. Now you stay in it
1: You, you see, that, that's, the, that's it. the thing. There's a grey area there between, like I said, this yeah. sort of all of a sudden people becoming quite sniveling and, um, you know, um, uh, almost in awe of, of authority, which they previously have good reason to be suspectful or suspicious of. And, you know, then seeing someone say, I give the British people a simple instruction uh, you must stay at home. And, I, like you said, that's quite authoritative and at the same time, partially that worries me uh, on one level, but I understand. Obviously, we we, we all understand the reason for it and what you laid out, but The exceptions are the things that make the difference that will hopefully lead to life not being horrendous, that people can go out and shop for essentials, that they can do their exercise, they can be accompanied by family for that if so, if they so wish, that they can go to pharmacies or doctors if necessary and they can travel to or from work. And here's the thing. Um, Can I come in here? Please do.
2: The essential to and from work, whose work is essential?
1: Yeah, uh, this is this is this is the discussion that needs to be had. I think there was a little piece in that speech where he talked about the essential workers, um, but of course, like I said, the irony is they will have changed categories. And Carl, you said you get to do a lot of work from home. Will you will this impact you in any way, shape, or form in terms of the the the, the job?
0: Not no, not at all. I mean, the only thing I can't do. So, for example, today I spoke to a volunteer who's going to be very very good for us. And um she said to me, Great, I'm really looking forward to working with you. Can't wait. Looking forward to meeting you in September. And you know, that that's the real is that's the thing we're looking at. So that's frustrating for me. But I can do it like now I've got Skype, I've got Microsoft Teams, I can do things at work anyway. In fact mm-hmm. I've been very, very busy today, mostly because I did a podcast in the afternoon. Hello, boss. Um and, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but um uh that's the Sherlock podcast, which is out soon. And um so it doesn't affect me a great deal. It, it's people like you know my, my ex girlfriend who looks after kids. She's a nanny. Mm. What well, what does she do? She has to work because she's self employed, um, and yet she's going to be around kids all day.
1: Yeah, but it's it's and it's, it's you know again. I know I know a, lot, a couple of people who are working in um, social care, and you know there are hundreds, thousands of of individuals out there who are living in these facilities and. They have a little bit of dignity in their life. They need to be able to get out maybe and do a thing each day or yeah. just just be looked after or be able to engage with the community. And it's going to be tough times for them. And they still need to be looked after as well, whether in lockdown or not. But for them being in lockdown, they, these are, that's very, very difficult, you know. That's very, very difficult thing. So there's a lot Can of Can I give an example
2: of what happened to me yesterday? Yeah, go ahead. Um, this was obviously before the lockdown. I had a client who needed to get back to the U.S., he moved his flight forward thankfully um he was meant to be traveling wednesday this is monday obviously um so he managed to get his flight moved forward saturday uh he, he resides predominantly in the u.s but he travels all around the world so he's never in any country more than 180 days clever bugger so he doesn't pay tax anywhere um and what he he Obviously, I had, to, I took him to the airport, dropped him off at Heathrow, came back. Now, is that essential? It was essential for my client because he had to get to the airport yeah. on a Sunday morning. He had to be there at nine o'clock. And can you, what public transport is available? But if I'm traveling back from the job and the police stopped me and said, well, that's not essential. You should have stayed where you are. Stay where? Yeah, it's true. Where, where,
0: what, you know, what, what is, it where is the say, line I mean, here? Yeah. What is essential to you might not be essential to me. Yeah,
1: there will also be an awful lot of essential travel, essential inverted commas between people who are doing um, um, different types of business deals that we won't be ever told about as well. But look, there will never
2: be a truly full lockdown.
1: Well, you see, the, the thing is, I think the minute one people see military presence, police presence, or a combination of both when they start seeing that in New York, when they start seeing that in London, when they start seeing that in Birmingham, when they start seeing that in the big cities everywhere. Um, Most people then, uh, their tendencies to, to, to be civilly disobedient are curbed you will then have the issue the longer this goes on. And he told us three weeks for you guys, but the longer it goes on, the more likely looting will be. And that's going to be a societal issue for sure. If this thing goes on um, too much longer. Yeah. So look, what it looks like is, is anybody's guess. And you know, uh, (laughs) how it'll be policed, uh, how it can be policed is anybody's guess as well. Sometimes I'm very glad, I live in the middle of nowhere, I have to say. Um, I told you guys, and I said uh, to listeners that we try to do a lighthearted show. Before we do get into the lighthearted stuff, I have one football and Reds-related thing that I want to pop off you guys. And it's a quote from, um, because all the the, the hot takes will be coming out now. And this came out um, pre uh, lockdown announcements um from Rio Ferdinand uh, who said, I just think the Premier League should be void. Imagine Liverpool win the league, which they would. Do you think those fans after 30 years of hurt will sit at home and say, well done guys, they'll be out. I'd want to go out. Not everybody is sensible. People will be out, uh, go out trying to celebrate and go crazy because that's what football does. It brings out emotions and people sometimes act out of character. Uh, I, I, I've, I've got to say to me this just smacks again of the same old agenda um, that has been coming in from so many different voices who are making uh, partisan statements and turning this real serious issue into something that benefits them. I don't see how Rio Ferdinand's being a good lad here uh, where he's at very best. At very best, he's being immensely condescending. And What's your take, Carl, on on those quotes?
0: What's the opposite to that? What if they say, no, Liverpool aren't winning the league, we're avoiding the season? I'd be down to the league officers in the morning (laughs) with bricks and torches and, well, not tins of beans because they don't exist anymore. But, I mean, don't be a fucking prick, mate, will you? We know what you're doing, we know what you're saying and try, try and be a human being for once
1: it's piss you know, poor he, isn't
0: he's, it he's a fucking tit that lad he really is yeah,
1: it's piss poor. I have to say, and I, I like, you know, you want to lean into into give, giving people the benefit of the doubt, but that is just weak. I mean, I, it's not quite as egregious as what, what what Guardiola was doing a couple of weeks ago, um, or what Neville did last week. Um, or maybe it is. Cam, what's your taking it? I mean, is there any kind of leeway here we can go? Oh well, Rio's just talking about how people behave as opposed to how Liverpool people behave as opposed to we're how- all thugs. You, there, you go. It, it, it just smacks of, of of partisan bullshit, doesn't
2: it? Um, the league can't be voided Leo, uh, Leo, Rio Ferdinand has no clout. <laughs> Leo, Leo Ferdinand, yeah. like that. Leo, yeah. Leo <laughs> Sayar. I don't know.
0: I think, made it.
2: This is it. the other cousin. The other cousin. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's got no clout. He's, he's just he's, he's just making noise. That's all it is. I mean, you know, to be fair to the guy, the other, the other day he came out of an interview and he was saying, Trent Alexander and Arnold, what he did against Atletico Madrid was one of the, the most complete fullback performances that ever seen. And he doesn't think there's been as good a fullback ever since Cafu. So when he wants to talk football, he can talk a little bit of sense. When he wants to try and, you know, and yes, this is football related, obviously, but it it's not football related because ultimately he's going down the West Ham karen Brady route. Once a league null and voided so West Ham don't get relegated. There's always yeah. an ulterior motive. It's not about Liverpool not winning the league. because they know the yeah, league is true. going on. That is true. They know the league's going on. They know the league has to be completed because it's something Carl came uh said two three two three parts ago. Money. Yeah. Money. Money, money, money. And they'll be sued money by the always. World. Yes, because the contractual obligation says you have to finish the league. Otherwise, we're not giving you our money. And then when the likes of West Ham have got to return 120 million, they'll be like, "Oh shit, we'd rather get relegated and get our 50 million yeah. than lose 100, lose 70 million there." You know what I mean? So, or whatever, it's going to be 170 million in effect. So, at the end of the day, they got to, they got to get. It's just being a twat. For being, for the sake of being a twat, it was like uh, Gary Neville previously when he was when he was doing the smoke photos when the league got suspended. But then he came out with that um, that video uh, about how he's going to open up the hotel, he's paying all his staff, and it's like you're a socialist, mate. There, fucking bang on, fella. Not like that cunt Richard Branson who wants his staff to take eight weeks eight weeks unpaid leave or whatever, whilst you live on your fucking lovely island, you know. And fuck yourselves! It's
1: uh, it's all right. He's putting in three million of his own money today because he was so absolutely hammered and pressed. At this this gesture he thinks is going to redeem his uh, saintly image. That's, that's um, like us
0: spending 40p.
1: That's exactly what it is. That's yeah. exactly what it is. And it isn't actually. Sorry, you're forty p. You'd have earned it. I guarantee he won't have earned that three million. Yeah. It'll be just something that he's ferrying from one to another. So, yeah, uh, you 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 really did get to see. Uh, some of the worst, Uh, and occasionally, like you say, even people that are quite reprehensible, some of the best as well. It's an an odd thing, this.
2: But it's everyone, though, as well. It's not just these the stars as such, not just the actors. It's mankind in general during the whole of this crisis has behaved abhorrently. As much as there's been good, there's been 50 times more
1: bad yeah well, i don't know do you think i mean i certainly we get to see it because the nature of what what we do and you talked about you know <laughs> wanting to have your macbook around you all day the nature of what we do is we plug ourselves into all these news sources and then you, you're in these feedback loops of people saying look at this fucking, look at this guy look at this asshole look at this asshole and people feed off it and i honestly Sometimes I question just how, like, I mean, everybody I know is behaving incredibly well. Where I go for my walk every day in the local park, it's... uh It's an old um, seminary, very massive, impressive, old Catholic uh, Columban missionary building. And it's got loads of grounds around it. So I go for a a, a, a patrol around there every day. constitutional. Um, Yes, a a hearty (laughs) constitutional. And I have to say, it's keeping me sane. Uh, I do recommend it for everybody. But people are so good, Cam, that they're actually... As they're approaching you, this social distancing thing has gotten so into people's minds that you see, you find yourself taking a step up onto the verge as they do too, so that we maintain this distance as we pass. Yeah,
0: that, that happens to me today. We smiled at each other.
1: You see, like, l- no, exactly. No offense, of yeah, ex- exactly that. And that's happening all the time. Now, granted, um, I'm walking past. A lot of old ones with scarves wrapped three times around their heads, lest they contract the, the 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 terrible um, um, viral menace from the likes of myself walking around. But you know, look, I mean, people, what I'm saying is, I think the majority of people are kind of sensible in taking stuff on board, or or not. No.
2: Well, you only tend to see the bad more than the good, don't you? Because the bad, yeah, that's the point. Be, the bad always seems to come to the front. And so that's the point. You, you, you don't yeah. get to
1: see the video of that, of that, of that guy from, from last week's pod uh, driving around looking for a bog roll for that old couple. That, that's my point. Yeah. I, I, yeah. From, from yeah. what I yeah. can see, there's lots of good going on, you know?
2: Yeah, there is. I'm not saying there isn't. What, what I'm saying is there just seems to be a lot more bad, as in just the, just the shocking madness in itself. And if you, if you look uh, at the weekend, how many people were in Richmond Park?
0: Oh, also, oh, also, also Victoria Park as well, where they yeah. decided to have a food market. Yeah, yeah that's clever.
1: Yeah, you know, well, like I said, like I said,
2: common sense has gone out the window.
1: Well, well, you're right, and we we have uh, we were slightly earlier adopters than you guys here, and we had Varadkar coming out and telling us to do pretty much what Johnson's uh, told you guys to do about a week or so earlier. Um, there are still more stringent measures that could be enforced and they probably will be, but most people are sort of keeping to it. You think, and then the weekend came and it was a fine weekend, Saturday and Sunday were quite sunny and all the beauty spots, um, places like Glendalock become absolutely descended upon by the hordes. And here's the grim thing. They're not walking in around the beautiful walks spaced out the way they should be they are queuing for freaking ice cream on top of each other. They're queuing for chips and bray. They're queuing for, do you know what I mean? And you're just like, Oh, lads, what are you doing? And people, you know, uh, yeah, they're, they're, I guess they're a little bit slow in the uptake, but looks, things like tonight will, 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 will definitely make an impact on people's perceptions. And I can see a similar thing coming out in Ireland pretty soon as well. So look, let's see how it goes. And speaking, (laughs) can I,
0: can I say, that's where my dad's office are. I told you
1: that you have not told me that what's the connection yeah. there brother
0: he, uh, we and my sister paid for their wedding anniversary to go to glendalock and he said when i go this is where my ashes to be
1: ah no nice. way
0: yeah. nice so i so, mean you know, our man's on Lake glendalock
1: so i uh, have have you been yourself yeah yeah uh, it, like i mean it genuinely is a gorgeous gorgeous it's, spot it's
0: incredible it's like yeah. someone's just just drawn it
1: yeah, yeah, yeah! Wow, that's amazing. That's that's yeah. brilliant. I oh, love that. Love that. Lovely little personal tie-in, and actually, there is. actually, oh, a, a, a nice, a nice. Uh, yeah, that's that's. Unless I'm mistaken it That could be the second.
2: The, ash, the ashes of Glenda Luck is that the title of the pod? <laughs> yeah, no You're the no,
1: yeah, I'm afraid you've already done the damage oh, there earlier God. on. There's no way you're not getting <laughs> your title in, uh, and I'll explain it later on. <laughs> uh, the, with, with that good and bad in mind, I saw a great um, poser um, put out by Mondial, uh, the the magazine, uh, Twitter account for the magazine earlier on, and they asked this, and I want, I'm going to just catch a cold with it, um, <clears throat> Who is the best bad player in the world? I'll tweak I'll tweak it a little bit because Monday has that world outlook. I'll just go. Who's the best bad player that you've ever seen or, or that you ever enjoyed? Sorry. Oh, f- what a shout, what a shout by uh, Guy Drinkle who I has come to speak that. He's come straight in with what might be a clincher, although his recent form may be a bit of a problem or is flying the ultimate there. But he has said a Damatrayori, and I think up until the start of this season, um, many people would have said that's a great shout because he, he has the lot, and then he had he didn't have the lot at the same time. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, any other shouts from you two boys on the spot? Laser Markovic. Oh, he oh, was shit like- so- so hang on, he, it's the, no, 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 you've got that wrong, man. It's the best bad player. Oh, not right, the no, worst, not the worst good player.
2: Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Actually,
1: yeah. The best bad player.
2: Yeah, yeah the but, best bad player. I mean, Troy's not bad, is he?
1: Well, look, let, let me give you the obvious I mean, one. The obvious one everyone's going to say here, and I think it's absolute sacrilege, is Dirk Out? They're going to say... Oh, his touch isn't great. Oh, his pass is not great. Oh, he doesn't really miss his sitters. But Dirk had a lot, and he was one of my favourites to ever play in recent decades. So that's the type of thing we're looking for, whether you know um, he can come up with something like that or not. I can't think then. No. Well, that's because you're, ch- you're busy chatting the guy in the chats. Well, get your mind on the game here, Chief. Go on,
0: so someone, somebody's played, someone's played at a high level. That they're and not yeah, that yeah. good, and
1: they're not that good. Stuart Downing is the immediate one well, I think of. No, no, no. It's not. It's not. It's not. That. It's, it's the best. That's why Cout is the perfect example because loads of people said he was shit, and yet he was clearly wonderful for the Reds. Yeah. So that that's that's the type of thing we're looking at. The best bad player. Look Darren for Mitchell. example, loads. We had loads of them for for uh, we had loads of them for Ireland John over the years. People fucking hated Joe Lando. Oh yeah, we've seen that. Still there you do. go. Yeah, but 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 not enough people think think that he's 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 um he's good enough to qualify in this category. <laughs> Guys Albie just gone
0: Moreno. with his
1: hero. Yeah, Albi Moreno. Albi Moreno's another brilliant shout. Guys wiping bad the floor. Is a good shout
0: because
1: he really was shit. Guy is to to quote to quote a well known Twitter personality wiping the floor, son. Here, absolutely wiping yeah. the floor. Well, who uh, said he should be on a pod? Yeah, well, it's no point in, no point in that. So, oh, I'm going to move on to my next question then, because I'm very... I'm going to keep thinking about that, just,
0: but I might just throw some names in every
1: now and then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't need that
0: thinking thing very well.
1: Uh, loads of them are jumping out at me, lads. I don't know what sort of teams you've been watching or football you've been watching Yuri over the years. Nuri Sahin. I, Nuri Sahin. Was he not well, Man, for, he for us, he was brilliant for us. No, yeah, but for, for, but, yeah, no, but for, for us, Dortmund, for, that's a good brilliant. shout. That's a good shout for us, though. It's a good shout no, for no, us. No, no, he brilliant. was
2: just misused by Brendan. He wasn't a bad player.
1: Yeah, I suppose he couldn't really argue the bad side too. But ineffective, for sure. No? But,
0: Again, oh, yeah, go off red. you got to do that.
1: But again, he's got to be, again, we're going off the point here. It's got yeah. to be a player who's not got a whole lot going on, who's actually great. That's what you're missing. You boys you, you keep missing, the, missing the, the, the point here. It's the best bad player. Like, for example, I was about to say, we had loads for Ireland over the years. I, I watched Mick McCarthy in an Ireland jersey for years. And I couldn't really work out what Mick could do really better than anybody else, but he was actually excellent for Ireland again and again and again. Yeah, he could head the ball and he could pass the ball and sometimes he could win a tackle, but I wouldn't have put him world-class in any category and yet I wouldn't have picked anyone else ahead of him for many years there. So he's another example.
0: There's a similar thing actually with Christian Poulsen, who is woeful obviously, but when he played at Old Trafford under Hudson, he was fantastic. And <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I, I think I'm the only person who, who has this view. I just thought he didn't miss a thing all day. He was really good, and then the next game he was just oh so slow. So you know, there's, it's,
1: there's
0: yeah, no it's just a really odd
1: question, isn't it?
0: Yes, yeah, try and it's put it. No, I've,
1: I've, I've, I've listen, I've given you examples. Guy Guy Drinkles putting on a masterclass in the chat. He's mentioned Moreno. He's mentioned O'Reilly. and now he's giving you a definition. It's the opposite of Divock. Yeah, it's true. That's what you're looking for. Yeah. So I, look, let it, let it, let it sort of marinate there in the back of your heads, and I will come back to you for it. But in the same vein, and I'm hoping for a little bit more of a of a prompt response on this one. And you know, I know I was going to do this about music, and I can't because I know that Cam's only got four um, tracks on his compilation CD, and they're yeah. all, and, and, they're and they all called <laughs> driving tracks. Right. <laughs> the verb. He's getting driving music. It's called yeah, uh and he, he he hits he hits play once he's got his driving gloves on, uh and I know that I know that it's he's proper partridge. Uh, so not music, <laughs> but but movies we can all do. So what is the best bad movie that you've ever seen? The oh, best please. bad. Okay, now it's the, so we're we're good to go. I'm going to go to Cam uh, to Carl first because he's got something, Cam. So I hope you're not going to let me down for two questions in a row here. You're under pressure, is what I'm saying. I can't believe uh, you are going to, to stop. <laughs> 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 um, Carl, what are you going to say, man? Something came to you straight away.
0: The film I'm going to choose is, and I've mentioned this to Joe before when I did the movie night podcasts. Um, it is awfully written. There's a horrible line in which is so offensive that ITV cut it. Um, it's sexist as hell. It's got the worst actor ever to walk the earth. Sorry, Joe. Um, and it's true lies. And and, I love and, it, and I love it. I'll
1: <laughs> we'll watch it
0: when it's on. Tia Carrera is just so bad, so bad. Oh God, she's film. a
1: terrible, terrible ter- 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 actor. Yeah, she's just bad ends.
0: Yeah, but Jamie yeah, Lee Curtis. Was Jamie Kirst- Lee Curtis in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Jamie Curtis yeah, is in it. Yeah, yeah she's, really, well, she's the only actor. She's the only actor in the whole thing. Um, uh, the 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 Art, the, the it's a great Art show. The fact that Art Malik plays the obligatory Muslim terrorist again—again, <laughs> <laughs> again. Oh, for God's sake! No racial stereotype. Like, that is a truly no, awful film, true. and I really like it.
1: Can you say oh, that about
0: oh, all the Die Hard films as well? Oh, they're terrible. No.
2: They are
1: terrible. They're not. They terrible. are terrible. No, they are terrible films. They are I'm terrible. sorry. Okay, okay. You can't just keep shouting they are terrible. Let me put the let me put the counterpoint. If you are going to compare it to something like uh, the bag of shite that is True Lies, the acting throughout most of Die Hard is exemplary by comparison. The plotting throughout most of Die Hard is exemplary by comparison. It hinges around a proper star performance that is. Uh, Sort of magnetic star turn in all of them. Um, whether you are a big Bruce Willis fan or not, I don't think I don't think any of them can be put in the "not a good film" thing. I'm sorry, I'm not having that. Once you get past, once you get past three, they're not shy. I mean, patently, they're not shy. They're people's, some people's favorite movies for a reason. All right,
2: got one for you then.
1: Go on then. Oh, by the way, before 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 you get to to your shades. Just to let people know that guy betrayed his uh, age yet again with Space Jam. There you go, Space Jam. Um, and actually, he is not the first person I've heard say that they've
0: yeah I've heard that before.
1: Space Jam. I I I'll honestly I'll hold my hands up and say that when it came out I was just like well, I'm not watching that, and I've never watched it since, so I don't know anything about it. Um, Michael Jordan robbed of the Oscars, says Guy Drinkle. <laughs> uh, right, Cam, you're up. What's your uh, what's your shout for the best bad movie? Was it? Oz Whoa! 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 Whoa!
0: Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> whoa! 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 whoa.
1: <laughs> Tell me, I'm wrong. Uh, I uh, okay. What you you have to justify why it's bad. That's what you have to do here because you've got, clearly got an irate cop back on the line.
2: It was just an absolutely pointless film in the end.
1: Oh dear God, a pointless film!
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm I mean just, they, just they just went to find to the it, wizard, yeah. and he was just an old man in a chair. That's the point of the
1: film, and and, and <laughs> that, that that's what you got from from the movie Cam? Yeah, well,
2: it was like forty years ago when I
1: watched it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Are you, did you really trawl back four decades? Are you telling me all the crud that you've watched over the last couple of years that you've crammed into your noggin from Netflix and all your other streaming services that you definitely don't get in the dodgy box. Are you telling me that you have an only thing in recent years to, to, that, that that you can say was actually quite enjoyable, but patently shy?
0: I never think like
1: that. <laughs> You're just so nice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, funny, the funny thing about this is after this conversation, I'm going to be mentioning this on Twitter and Serena is gonna rip you to shreds. Oh, and i I mean by individual shred. It's her favorite film by Miles. <laughs> well,
1: you
2: know, um, each to their own, you uh, know.
1: mine would be, and I know this is gonna annoy some people, mine would be The Evil Dead 2. Um because because uh, it's, it's schlock comedy horror uh, and some of it is just Bad, but I love it. I do, I have to say, I, I, well, I haven't seen it for years, but I did really enjoy it when I used to watch it. Um, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it again now, but that would be my shot, my shout for that. Um, I can't believe you gone with the Wizard of Oz. With the Wizard of Oz,
0: for God's sake. Jesus Christ, thanks. It's one of the grossest things ever I, created, I, ever.
2: I, I could have said gone with the wind.
0: Oh, no, you couldn't.
1: Right. Because uh, this, this is a question for uh, Gone with the Wind would have been a better show um, because there it's, are it's some, one of the
0: most inventive films ever made it's incredible oh, Gone oh, with the, the Wind no Wizard of Oz it's got fly monkeys
1: we're talking across purposes uh, I, I, I was going to do the do you know what Saw seeing his brain she's been such a stick in the mud here <laughs> I want you to also think about what is the worst song by one of your favorite uh artists. I mean yeah, and you don't get to go for obla di obla da or something like that. Okay, that's, the that's answer, isn't it? although that's a good That yeah, is the answer. There's a but, few of them. But that yeah 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 yeah. So let's leave out the kind of the the. the I, I, I'm looking for an interesting shout here. I'm quite happy to let you let you think about that for a while as well. Bit of, bit of Cam, which company. of
2: the four? Lucky man, the Sonnet. Um,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I'm struggling on this one as well. I'm having a shit pod tonight. Oh no! I? I was on fire before the pod
0: was on. Yeah, because you recognize yeah. the chess piece.
1: Yeah, that was really good. Well done, well done, you. Uh,
0: I've gone I've, got one for, I've got one for this though, Trev. What's that, mate? And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be shouted down. I don't know. I'm gonna go for everybody hurts. Oh. Yeah. Oh, uh, why now, do I, I could, you? I could, I could, I could go shiny happy people by the same band. But I like that would be that, that cool. would. But that's a kid's song, and it? it's, it's, it's Sesame Street. It's supposed to be like that. It's like Yellow Submarine. You can't count that.
1: It's, it's pastiche, past- is what oh, you be.
0: You can count your listening. Well, it's a kid's song, isn't it? It's not meant for us. I liked it but, when I was a kid.
2: But the thing is, I'm sure many adults bought that because they liked that song.
0: Yeah, it was, of course, a single. It was the double, It was a the B side, or double A side, even. It was a B side of Eleanor Rigby, which, to be fair, is all right. <laughs> he, he was onto something there. Um, <laughs> but everybody hurts, oh, and the video as well. It's just saccharine throughout. Really, really hate it. I can't listen mm. to it on automatic for the people. What about "Take on Me" by Aha? Uh-huh. That's a great song. Is it? Yeah, it's
2: got the. Regu- See, this is why. Also, I, is why I don't really listen to music, isn't it? I guess. And I, and I don't.
1: Also, watch. You're, you're you're. And I don't know yeah, what. Yeah. for the, for the third stop talking for the third question in a row for the third question in a row cam you've completely missed the point this is it's remarkable what you're doing here you're basically taking the structure of the show and you're kicking it right up the hoop
0: this lockdown is uh having having an impact on my full brain soul (laughs) we've been locked down for 57 minutes (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, I, I, I have.
2: Has it the lockdown then? Yeah,
1: I have no, I have no hope, I have no hope for the next couple of questions. But yeah, um, yes. before, before Brent, she keeps starts wandering on there like some sort of an old <laughs> duffer.
0: Has, Has it started? Enough, it? Has it
1: started? Are we out? Are we allowed out yet? Jesus, what's happening
2: with
0: Brexit then? Anyway, moving on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Who's the Labour leader? I no longer know. Carry on. Cam. Is
1: that still a Labour Party? Anyway. Cam. Trevor. Dame yourself for the love of God. I have a very, very serious question posed earlier on by Carl Kopak. Cushions. Cushions. Do you? I'm asking you a question. Cushions. Do you do cushions? Love them. Let me frame this up for you. I have two sofas in my living room, and theoretically there should be three cushions on one and two on the other, because one's a bit bigger, one's a bit smaller. Oh. All the cushions, all the cushions go on the small sofa, arranged in a neat OCD pattern, whilst I lounge on the big sofa without, without any of the poxy things, because they're painful, painfully annoying and of no benefit to humankind that's where i stand in cushions so Uh talk to me about why you're a cushion fan
2: vital support in 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 areas of your body and posture really yes yes (laughs) yes so don't go there with your uh indignation however you say it um yes cushions are very important and Yes, I put them in color. Order, what do you support? Yes, what? I put them in pattern. What do, you as well.
1: what do you support? What what body parts are you supporting? Are you are you tucking one under I've your got, knee? I've
2: got two around me now. I am lying on the sofa uh, in Mama B's room. Yeah, I've got my feet going across the sofa. I've got two behind me because I'm lying. I'm sitting at an angle. with My feet off the edge of the edge of the sofa now. So I'm actually in the L of the arm and the the big cushion of the sofa. Yeah? Does that make sense? Mm. Yeah. So I need to create a support in that area of the L. Cushions. Work a tree.
1: Here's here's a suggestion for you. Sit up like a person.
2: No. Why? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're telling me I have to have a, a specific style of sitting to record a pod? No, I'm going to sit how I feel comfortable, Mr.
1: Downey. Well, you've pretty much told us you're lying down to Pod, which is disconcerting in and of itself.
0: <laughs> kimono, odds, legs apart. K-
1: kimono, uh, legs akimbo.
0: No, no, yeah. no. I, I, I
2: kimono
1: flu- kimono well, fluttering in the. There's no, in the...
2: There's no, there's no kimono today. I, I, I messed up the stitching.
1: Oh, okay. So yeah. what have you got? What have you gone with?
2: Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Egg stained white wife runs is my best.
0: <laughs> best. I, I just can't believe that Cam Brazier just said. And you know, you know they do this on the BBC podcast in case they just pull a line out of the podcast. It's just the fact that like Cam just said an incredibly stern voice cushions are very important I, know, I,
1: know. I would love i would love to have the wherewithal to take isos from this show because if yeah. we didn't, we could have a, a library of belters uh, carl i want i want to know why it is that you you, you are equally vehemently opposed to the cushion
0: because when i sit on a couch i like the my back to be leaning against the back of the couch I think if you put a cushion in between those things, it sort of weakens your lumbar region. And other than that, I don't know what they're for. You can't really sit with them on your lap. That defeats the object. they're there just to look pretty. And the first thing you do when I well, first thing I do when I sit down is move them away from me. I just don't see it at all.
1: Yeah, I I find them offensive. I, I don't I don't it's understand. Literally offensive. Yeah. It's yeah. Freaks. I, if if it, it, honestly, uh, I, I I don't I don't even know why I keep them around. Uh, <laughs> but so,
2: you do, but
1: you do. That's the point. Yeah, I do, but I don't know why. I don't know why. Because other people like cushions, and you don't want to invite people into your house and not have a cushion for them to do whatever they do with cushions. <laughs> the <They're> fucking weirdos. <laughs> it's the only way they'll learn. <laughs> it's the only way i learned them i have uh, i have a similar question to come back to again suggested by carl in a second but but out of this one and out of the kimono chat i want to talk about something that i saw today which was which was again i think you might have mentioned this earlier Carl, but i'd seen it just before and just after as well on twitter and that was uh, james pierce's interview carl why don't you set this one up for us
0: so um james pierce uh did an interview on Skype to Sky Sports, I think it was and he's dressed in a Lyle and Scott V-neck jumper with a nice little check shirt underneath and obviously that's what the camera sees, but the photo we took of it, um, and he you knows what he's doing in this, he's doing this obviously for the human factor he was wearing a pair of Liverpool shorts <laughs> underneath so my <laughs> question my, my question was now we're all isolated, we don't have to go out anymore is anybody, anyone bothering with trousers anymore?
1: Or that's jeans true. at least? It's a tremendous shout, and I realized that I had done pretty much four, four and a half hours of my job as a teacher this morning, uh, cleaned one room and uh, organized several other things around the house, went out to the post box, and it was nearly now one o'clock, and I had still got my pajama bottoms on. That's isolation right there. So I can get this. I, I'm I'm kind of banging into this. Cam, do you find yourself in the old lounge wear if you're if you're if you're dusting about the gaff for the day? Yep, yeah, because I wear a
2: suit and shirt and tie for work. So work, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so as soon as I'm in, I'm like, yeah, Jim uh, jams, as I like to call them. Um, if the if it's warm enough I'll I'll put shorts on. So earlier today on I had my nice yellow cotton weave shorts on. So um I always like to wear white socks inside. I don't know why. I like to wear white sports socks. I'm quite anal like that. Um it doesn't matter what I'm wearing with, you know, it has to be white. Terry sports socks. Weird,
1: but each their own, eh? Are you hang on, you'll wear those with Anything or with old sports or leisure wear
2: when I'm in the house relaxing.
1: Ah, okay, okay. Sure. okay. No, no, yeah. listen, I, I yeah. get that, and I'm, I'm about to paint. It's the my very comfort.
2: Th- you have comfort clothes.
1: Yeah, I, I listen, man. I couldn't agree with you more. I go full. I go full John Terry with the football socks. Yeah, yeah. up over up over the knee. I love them.
2: Oh wow, no, no. These are just uh, ankle. Just yeah,
1: like, yeah, no, no. Again, and it's then, just,
2: and it's, then I just roll them down so they're you know like. You, the hard footballer who used to have him down by his ankles and just a... Terry Hairlock, yeah. Yeah, that's how I
0: like to have him. I don't wear
2: socks hard or anything, but, you know.
0: Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't wear socks in the house because um, we do Taekwondo barefoot, so it's actually quite good to get some calluses going on.
1: Oh, so you you, you, you lamp about the Copac abode barefoot as much as possible, do you? As much as I can, yeah. Huh. Huh. Uh, can, can I just ask you? Have you guys all noticed in uh, your branch of the UK uh, that young lads are wearing shorts now in winter?
0: Yeah, I saw someone the other day actually when it was um, wasn't wasn't the night I was doing my my daily constitutional, which was now deprived from me. And um, yeah, I saw someone wearing shorts in the street the other day and thought that's just silly. Do it's that, fucking
1: mate. it's fucking madness. I don't know. It's gripped yeah. Ireland like a, like a, like a storm uh, yeah. all the way through last winter, which was pretty cold. You go out and there'd be masses of young lads with uh, a North Face or a Adidas a black puffer jacket and shorts, and you're like, "What?" But that's apparently the young lad uniform. It's, it's, like,
0: it's, it's like the hip thing of wearing sh- and bro's with no socks from 2007.
1: D- can i well, ask that, you that, that's, I, that's
0: just uncomfortable why would you do that that's rough yeah
1: neither of well. you done that ever
2: no i've, I I've had the i've had the little tiny socks on to you make see, it I, look you... like i've not got socks yeah on but,
1: but it doesn't look like that that's the shit thing i tried that once and it doesn't look like that because the little bit creeps up the side and you just look like a no, twat no. You've, yeah. got right,
2: so, so, you've got to get the so you've
1: right you've got to. you've got to commit you've got to commit i i i have i've worn those um sort of oh, what the hell were they they're almost like slip on things that were kind of kind toms. of toms yeah i've worn those with no socks yeah but not you could not probably bros. just
2: get, yeah but they're more like a a beach shoe aren't they or a a summer shoe yeah yeah so yeah they're, yeah, exactly. they're designed for that in a way
1: did yeah, and those when when oh uh, God, I'm, I'm about to come across the right twat here. When when those sort of sh- shorter trouser legs were co- going around, they're actually okay for that. But no, I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I'm not yeah. endur- not enduring brogues. No, I'm not enduring. No. Anyway, that was that.
2: Some of it. We'll, we'll, we'll cert- come. We'll come back to that in June, July. The fashion tips, don't worry people, we'll be there
1: Don't worry, we're, we're all over the fashion tips for you, let's square let's square the circle now and go back to the the other part of Carl's question, first of all we started off with cushions, then we went into shorts for some reason, oh yeah it was cams kimono, and now we are going to go back uh, having talked about um, cushions and having talked about shorts and having talked about um, some uh, various interior leisure wear and I want to ask the other one that Carl put to us: slippers. Now we already know that Carl won't wear slippers. Nope. Cam, slippers, man?
2: No, I would like to wear slippers if I could find the right pair. Hmm. As in, it's all about comfort and how they slide onto your feet. Um, you know, and I I I may have seen I may have seen the pair that I like online. I've never actually tried them. But then when I saw the price, I was like, "Fuck that!" i ain't
1: spending ninety quid on a pair of slippers. i are mean, having a fucking bubble.
2: So, yeah,
1: um, I, I I guarantee you there was something. Sim- oh, maybe not. The uh, beginning give- with M. All right,
2: mum, mum, mum. I don't know what they were called. Uh, I was, I just saw them and I was like, yeah, they look like they could be the real deal that I'm looking for, but.
1: My no. kid got a present of these really expensive ones that were very fashionable recently and uh me you know, over the last couple of years and they're sort of like boots and they've got wool interiors, really soft, fluffy wool interiors, and they look cozy. They look cozy as hell. Yeah, they're Ugs. That's the ones, yeah. Oaks. yeah they're, they're, they're you can get
0: slippers. no, but you
1: can get Uggs slippers. You can, that's the thing. But oh, you, right, okay. you can get Ug slippers now that are kind of cut away. I've seen them too. I think they'd suit you a treat, you know.
2: Yeah, they probably would. I I, I can't pull anything off to be honest. Carl, what have you got? <laughs> that, that,
0: that is true.
1: What have you got against the the the, the slipper? Uh,
0: it, it's the barefoot thing. I prefer both barefoot anyway. Um, I don't really see the point of them. Because if I was doing that, I'd just wear shoes or you know traps. Mm. Yeah, I I, I I don't see the point of the halfway house.
1: There's something, there's something kind of comforting. I think if you get the right pair, like Cam says, I definitely have had pairs of slippers over the years that I liked wearing. But yeah, I, I haven't bothered with them for ages. And yeah. again, I've all hard floors in my house, so I do actually wear shoes indoors, which I think an awful lot of people don't. They go around in their socks. I'm getting them. I'm Cam's socks. A sock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I
2: found the slippers think. Oh yeah, my habits. Say again. Mahabis H oh. A they're really expensive but they look like they could be the, one I know, the ones I want but uh, unless I win euro millions tomorrow I ain't spending silly money on them
1: mm. I've got one last one for you tonight um, what is the oddest thing that you can put butter on
2: before we do that yeah, um, mm-hmm. I've got the I've got the answer to the footballer.
1: Oh, brilliant! Let, let's do that then, and we'll come back to the butler question. Um, uh, go for it. Who's your shout for the bet? Now, remember, oh man, I'm I'm fucking nervous now because you've gotten this so badly wrong. Uh, I
2: probably <laughs> still the, will be.
1: It's the best bad footballer,
2: Adam Lalona. He's not a bad footballer. No, he's not. He yeah, he's, he's, he's the inversion of that. He's the no, worst he he's good footballer. He he's the he, worst. He, he is. He is a bad footballer.
1: No, you're wrong. He's the worst good footballer. He's clearly skilled and talented. He's got loads in his locker, but he's ineffective. So therefore, he's the worst good footballer. Oh Man- I've got a question actually about that as well.
0: Um, Cam, did you really say Wizard of Oz?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> You think you might be in a a time warp here? I don't
2: know what you're on about. I I said (laughs) "Go with the wind.
1: Yeah. Let's finish with this butter question. What is... uh, I've thought about this one. This came to me as I was on my walk today. What is the oddest thing that you can put butter on? Be careful. I don't want any 1970s Marlon Brando film references here. (laughs) Put put (laughs) that. that, I I I forgot their name. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> put that to one side um, so the Arliss thing the- whoa,
2: whoa 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 what what Chris Jesus, I bet bro. you there's somebody out there I'm, I'm, I'm you telling just, you there's not somebody, the old out somebody out there different <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not me <laughs> I'm not saying it's me I, I don't Jesus. put around anything so yeah. Um, uh, have
1: Go I thought you were after redeeming yourself wonderfully there and you're going to I tell know, us. I,
2: I'm telling you, there's somebody out there. I, I just got an inkling. Yeah. And is, somebody will own up. Somebody please own up to this because I know you've got the cojones to own up to this. Yeah. Um, somebody will put, um, butter on crisps.
1: As
2: and guys, for, us, and guys- for our American listeners, you would call them chips.
1: As Guy has said, basically, if you have a, chi- a crisp sandwich, which an awful lot of do, you do have I do. Yeah, and a lot of people have that. So, I mean, it's not mental, but obviously the idea of sticking crisps into butter is mad, uh, quite mad. And I hope somebody does uh, reach out to you there, Cam, because God knows you could do it a win after tonight's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I got gotten didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you did, uh, Carl. What about you? The oddest thing you can think of putting butter on are you seen that? That I've butter?
0: seen, and I, I don't know if people still do that, but they used to, which is digested biscuits. That's ah. uh, I, I, that, I, that's that,
2: that's young Trevor.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. wrong.
2: Yeah, that is very
1: wrong. Yes. No, no, I didn't say digested biscuits. I said Marietta biscuits, which were harder. Um, they're like rich tea, we call them here as well, but skinnier, and they had little holes in them. So people used to press the butt- press them together, and the butter used to come out through the little holes in the biscuit. Sorry, proofed.
0: <laughs> Listen, Mar- it's, you and your a biscuits.
1: It's, it's important. we <laughs> have got to get this shit right. <laughs> Putting butter and digestive biscuits is the act of an animal. I'm, I'm, I'm a civilized man. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Putting butter on any
2: biscuit is uh, a act of an animal. I'm sorry.
1: I really think we should uh, quit this while we're behind. What do you think, bats <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't give you a chance to do any opening quotes because we kind of did an impromptu part. Is there anything you want to... I had one
0: as well. <laughs> I've, got, I've got two little quotes as well. Okay. Can I do a quote and recommendation? Please do. So my quote is this. For oft, when I, when on my couch I lie in vacant or in pensive mood, the, they flash upon the inward eye, which is the bliss of solitude, and then my heart with pleasure fills and dances with the daffodils.
1: I love it. I was really hoping when the couch came in there that there was going to be a kimono reference, but no. Would you?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I thought <laughs> you were going to go with cushions there, but no, you have to lower the tone. <laughs> Strangely Wordsworth wasn't really into the kimono for quite as much as we are.
1: Also also for a man who's just written off um what people's most treasured film as shite, uh calling Wordsworth lowering the tone, Cam. You're, you're, I really
2: enjoyed it
0: though, that one.
1: You're having a merma. Uh <laughs> that's great. What's your recommendation, Carl?
0: Um so today I did a podcast with unless my boss is listening. I did a podcast <laughs> with uh, Janice Wilson, who is a true crime commentator and lawyer from um Baltimore uh, about the Sherlock Holmes story, The Man with the Twisted Lip, which is one of my favourites. And um, we did sort of tear it to pieces a bit because there's a few problems with it. Um, if you like your Sherlock Holmes, then please uh listen to the From Adler to Amberley podcast. So I'm really, really pleased with it today.
1: Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, I have no recommendation for you except for my own, um, side project, which I've used, uh, you, most of you will know at this stage is the great stories. And there's a new one coming out with myself and Pooley. Uh, the band is back together, um, after two solo efforts by me where I did crouch end for you guys and the lady with the dog. Please listen to both of those because they're nice and distracting in these times. And the new one is solid objects by Virginia wolf And as we were doing it, um, it took bloody ages, this one. It took weeks because of scheduling issues. And as we were doing it, we both realized that this is probably the best story that we've done. And when you consider some of the authors we've covered, that's a hell of a recommendation. So I couldn't... Um, commend you more to listen to that. That will be out tomorrow. I'm going to do an edit in the morning, and it'll be out during the day tomorrow. So I
0: love Virginia Wolf. Absolutely love Virginia Wolf. Yeah.
1: You, you'll really enjoy this if you yeah, get it. if you if, if you cock an ear to it. It's an incredible skill. Um, young Commander, what are you going to finish this with?
2: Scheduling issues sounds like tonight's pod. Um, <laughs> <It does>. <laughs> <laughs> title of the pod.
1: Um, stop trying man the title's <laughs> gone
2: <laughs> the, nobody will get it anyway um, right my two little quotes two things are infinite the universe and human stupidity and I'm not sure about the universe
1: <laughs> that's like a version of something else uh, <laughs> what is that's like a version of something else I don't know. that's Woody what? Allen
0: isn't it it's it's like, not my brain is, it's like my brain is like my favorite, my, my second favorite organ. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: was a uh, um, the genius that was Mister Albert Einstein. Um, and my second little quote: How wonderful is it that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world?
1: Look at you there. What the branch? Yeah. Look, at the, look at the branch go. And uh, you know, you know, he's sitting back, Carl, doing that shoulder roll again. I
2: am actually. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can tell by the, the, the fucking smile. I actually lean back
2: just as you were saying
0: it.
1: Pure shoulder roll. Oh yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, credit where it's due. He, he's got terrible taste in films. His cushion game is appalling. Yeah. And yeah, when it comes to the old um, deep wisdom. He really does pull it out of the bag.
1: <laughs> he's got, he's got a quote for all occasions, says Young Brent. Yeah. A quote for all occasions. Yeah, that's great. That's great. <laughs> uh,
2: in case the listeners were wondering, that was Anne Frank. Okay.
1: Ah, uh, here we go. Tremendous stuff. Tremendous stuff. Okay, I look forward to uh, our next absolute shit show. Um, that was a shit show in terms it of. Was that wasn't it. The, listeners,
2: term- I wouldn't bother listening if I was you.
1: Shut up!
0: And I, 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 did, I, did, I did win the chess match though on that. Note.
1: When I said it was a shit show, I thought it was tremendously enjoyable. Comfort- oh right, sorry. Oh yeah. uh, but it was it was all over the place <laughs> deliberately. The 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 topics were all over the place deliberately, and we will do another one of these, and hopefully Cam will have a little bit more. I don't know what's the word, Cam. What, what will I say here? Let's be kind. It's this
2: isolation be, business, you know, this lockdown, it, it's, it's messed me up. I don't know what's going on.
1: It has, it has. Let's just say the synapses weren't firing uh, in the yeah. brain, the branch brain this, this evening, and that's fine. Listen, listen it was me. a
2: chess. It it, it 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 wore me out mentally.
1: It did the, the, again. Just to reiterate for listeners who stayed with us this long, Cam Branch tonight won Carl Kopak a chess game. Um, <laughs>
0: Car- exaggeration.
1: Like Carl had only made the 33 moves <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cam came in and was able to tell Carl once Carl told him which was the king and which was the queen <laughs> uh, he was able to tell him what he thought he should do Carl gloriously ignored Cam's advice of the queen's bandit <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and went on to win the game I think he
0: means the Queen's Gambit, by the way. No, 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 no. no. I definitely meant the Bandit. <laughs> he definitely I, meant I am definitely going with the Bandit. There's,
2: <laughs> there's definitely no Gambit there. I, and I'll tell you how I'd heard of the Queen's uh, Gambit, actually. Good and on. So, uh, there's, a, there's a film on uh, Netflix at the moment. I wouldn't recommend it. It is absolutely shite. Um, so that, that could have probably... Been, but it, it's, uh, I think it may be based on a true story. Did,
1: did you enjoy
2: it? I haven't watched it all. I just... Struggling to.
1: All right, I, was, I, th- I, th- I thought I you'd missed an open goal with the earlier question there, having described it as totally shite. But you, I, if you had enjoyed it, I thought maybe. I've started watching something about the Tiger, Tiger People, Tiger. I've,
2: I've lost that. It doesn't appeal to me.
1: The first, the first Tiger King is comparatively comparatively engaging all these weirdos. I'm, I don't know if I'll stick it out, um, but let's wrap it up on that note of non-recommendation from me. Uh, we should finish up for yet another episode of the Anfield Index podcast. We've tried to give you a little bit of diversion. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Of course we will, and uh, we'll be a little bit further into lockdown, and we'll see how that goes, and we'll see how you're all coping, and hopefully... You're all keeping well. Hopefully you're all trying to do your best for uh, yourselves mentally and keeping yourselves as up and upbeat as possible. Uh, Take the advice from last week. Stop listening to the news all day. Go for a walk and look out for somebody else if you can because it's pretty important. Um, Because some people are really getting stuck down into the depths and you can't blame them and they need a little bit of lifting out of it. Um,
2: Just quickly, Trevor, that film is the coldest game.
1: The um, coldest game, okay.
2: Yeah, it's about um cold war and uh, the uh, it was about a chess match between two guys, obviously, one from America,
1: one from Russia, based in Poland in Warsaw. And that was Cam Brinch, chess expert. Um, you've heard it, Carl Kalbach. You've heard the thoughts of Guy Drinkle. I've been Trev Denny. This was the Queen's Gambit, no, the Queen's Bandit. And we'll be back with you when we speak to you again. And until until then, be kind to your fellow Reds and stay safe out there.
0: Podcast Network.